0: Welcome to the Joy Rebellion, the podcast for all things joy. Creating it, experiencing it, sharing it, and being inspired by those who live their joy out loud every single day. Stay tuned. You won't regret it. Episode 13, Routines, Rituals, and Habits. In this episode, we are going to talk about routines, rituals, and habits, what they are, how they're different from each other, and what function they serve in our joy-seeking journey. If you have listened to any amount of episodes in the past, you will know that I am a big fan of defining the things that we are going to talk about before we talk about them. Um, the reason, sort of an aside. The reason I'm a big fan of defining things is because there are a lot of things we think about colloquially. We have an idea of what something means, but that isn't necessarily the actual definition of that term or that statement or that thing. Like joy in general, as we've talked about before, we often think of joy as being interchangeable with happiness, but we know that if we look at the actual definitions, those are two different things. So I find it's important and helpful to start with actually defining what we're talking about. So let's define. A routine. A routine is a sequence of actions regularly followed, a fixed program. A ritual is a religious or solemn ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order. And a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So we can understand by looking at the definitions why sometimes we use these things interchangeably. They're all very similar, but they do have some very key differences. They're more like cousins than siblings. This is the way I look at them. A routine is a series of habits that occur in a specific order on a regular basis that requires my conscious thought to get the order right. A habit is a singular activity, practice, or action or a routine that happens with little or no conscious thought. So big difference between routine and habit. A habit can be a singular activity, whereas a routine needs to be a series of activities, which may or may not be habits, because what makes a habit unique is that it requires little or no conscious thought whereas getting the routine right, the series of activities or actions or habits, requires you to think about it. So the third, a ritual, is a routine that has meaning. So it's a series of actions or habits that occur in a specific order that I have to think about that has a special meaning to it. All three of these things, routines, rituals, and habits, have a place in your day-to-day life You probably have all three of them, and we'll talk about some common examples of them, and you might get a few little light bulb moments when you realize that you do. And if you are somebody who is focused on joy, which you are because you're listening to this podcast, they have a very important place in your day-to-day life. So let's talk about them a little bit more deeply. Let's start with routines. So we know that a routine is a series of habits or actions that occur in a specific order on a regular basis and that require your conscious thought. So how do we create new routines? What are our current routines? What should we be thinking about in terms of routines? The first thing we need to understand is if we have a current routine, what it is. So let's start with mornings. That's an easy example. When we first wake up in the morning, What is the series of actions that we take and in what order? And remember, those actions can be actions, things we have to remember to do, or they can be habits, things we automatically do. But the routine, the series that we do them in is something that requires our attention. Now, some of us may have a very specific morning routine. We do the same thing every morning. And some of us may not. Things are different. They happen in different orders. Our days are different. We wake up at different times, et cetera, et cetera. Another place where you commonly find a routine in your life is before you go to bed at night. So understanding where you already have a routine allows you to do a couple of important things. It allows you to identify both what those routines are comprised of and where you might want to make changes to to those routines. So let's go back to the morning for our example. And I'll use me as an example. This is my podcast after all. Um, For a while, when I woke up and I turned off my phone alarm, I would automatically snooze and go back to bed. And then when I eventually would wake up, I'd grab my phone, open it up, click through texts and the news widget and emails and Instagram. And then I would think about actually getting out of bed. And then once I got out of bed, I would go downstairs and I would make myself a cup of coffee. So for a while, that was my routine. And it was something that I did intentionally at first. I hit snooze because I was tired or because I was procrastinating starting the day. I turned on my phone right away because I wanted to avoid getting started. I would go make myself a cup of coffee because that was a place that I knew I found joy. But eventually, when that routine stuck around for long enough, it actually became a habit itself. I didn't think about it anymore. I just got up and I did it every day. So let's do a little clarification here. Routines can be or they can turn into habits. They can go from a conscious series of events to a sub or unconscious series of events. But not all habits are routines, right? Routines can be habits. Habits can be part of routines, but they're not necessarily the same. They're not interchangeable. The big difference here is, do you have to think about it? And is it a series of events or is it one specific action? So once I realized I didn't like the way that my morning routine turned habit had actually make me made me feel in the mornings, I decided that I could adjust it. And that isn't easy. (laughs) We all do things, either consciously or unconsciously, that we know we could do better or differently, that would achieve different results in our lives. So deciding to change something is going to require effort. So changing or establishing that new routine requires both conscious thought and conscious action. So when I decided to change that habit, that morning habit, that changed it from a habit back into a routine because now I was taking it from my subconscious or unconscious and I was making it conscious and intentional again. What I decided would be a better morning routine for me would be wake up, turn off the alarm, get out of bed immediately, go downstairs, make tea, meditate, check my heart rate variability, journal, read, And then make my cup of coffee and check my emails and texts and news and social, etc. So it doesn't seem like a huge shift, but it is for a couple of reasons. It is because I chose to intentionally order my morning so that I would spend the beginning of my morning doing something that felt good for my mental and emotional well-being. Meditating, journaling, reading, not drinking caffeine first thing in the morning, and then an hour, 90 minutes later, moving into my external facing world and my caffeine consumption. So on one hand, really big shift because it was really important to me personally to make that shift. On the other side of that, really big shift because now I have to think about it every morning. And at the beginning, it required a lot of conscious thought to execute. I would catch myself falling back into the old habit of picking up my phone right away or hitting snooze or walking to the coffee pot. And then I have to remind myself that I was trying to build a new habit by developing a new routine. Some days it still requires a lot of conscious thought. So my goal with that morning routine is to make that routine into more of a habit, something I do automatically and without thought. You don't have to turn every routine into a habit, right? You can choose to have a routine be something that you are intentionally paying attention to every time you do it. There's nothing wrong with that. But there are some times where turning a routine into a habit can be really beneficial because you get to save your decision-making powers for bigger or later decisions in your day. If I don't have to think about what I do every morning, if I do the same thing every morning without having to think about it, then I've saved some decision-making powers for later in the day. And that is going to ring true for anything that you are deciding to make a routine out of that you would like to turn into a habit. So how do you do that, right? It isn't just as simple as deciding this is going to be my new routine. If I do it over and over and over again, I'm going to you know magically start to be somebody who does it without thinking about it like yeah sometimes that happens or some elements of that may happen but there are ways you can help that one of the best ways to start that transition is to identify a trigger so what is a point that's going to trigger a cascade of effects that is going to trigger the beginning of your routine So the part of the routine for me where I turn off the alarm and get out of bed to go downstairs right away is actually kind of an easy part for me. Now it's a time where I wake up and I'm usually like, all right, I have to pee. So easy. I'm going to shut off alarm. I'm going to go downstairs. The rest of that routine, the order in which the rest of the things in my morning happen, that's where I need that little nudge, that little trigger. So my trigger is going into the kitchen to make tea. If I take the time to go make my tea, then it's going to automatically trigger, okay, now I want to sit down with this tea and I'd like to meditate. And I'm going to check my recovery via my heart rate variability. And I'm going to journal on my meditation. And then I'm going to read. And then I'm going to go about the rest of my day. The, The tea has become a trigger for me. If I skip making tea for whatever reason, maybe I'm in a little bit of a hurry. Maybe I don't feel like it in the morning. Whatever the reason might be, maybe I think that, oh, you know what, coffee might be better right away. Executing the rest of that routine is much more difficult. It requires a lot more mental effort for me to do it. So, one of the best things you can do when you're trying to develop a new routine that you would eventually like to commit to habit is identify a trigger that can help set off the rest of that. Another way to transition a routine into a habit is simple repetition in time. You just got to do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And then the third way is to make the feedback of the routine feel good. So we know that when we feel good, we tend to exhibit habits or uh, routines that we consider to be positive, right? If we feel good, then we're more likely to exercise regularly and drink more water and sleep enough and eat well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But like we've talked about in the past on this podcast with other things, we sometimes forget that we can also work that feedback loop the other way as well. So we can implement habits via routines that can contribute to us feeling good. So it doesn't have to be, well, on days I feel good, I do X, Y, and Z. It can be, well, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z even if I feel shitty because I know that doing those things, developing that routine, turning that routine into a habit is eventually going to make me feel good, which is going to make me want to keep doing these things. So feedback loops are really great things to tap into. So now that we've kind of talked about how you take a routine and you turn it into a habit. Let's talk a little bit more about habits. How we stick to those habits or even, you know, diving a little deeper into how we make them habit in the first place is another podcast for another day. We'll get into it, I promise. But know that there are some science-supported specific habits for joy and happiness. So, habit number 1, getting 7 hours of sleep. Habit number 2, having and participating in a personal hobby habit number 3 exercising or playing sports habit number 4 spending time in nature habit number 5 meditating or praying and habit number 6 spending times spending time with friends and family outside of your household members so making those habits a priority Making them habits that is a habit you don't even think about it that you go to bed early enough to get seven plus hours of sleep. It's a habit you don't even think about it that you exercise every day. It's a habit you don't think about it that you spend time outside when you have the opportunity to. Making those habits priority are scientifically supported for improving your joy and happiness. And while we're on the topic of habits, Let's answer the age-old question. Does it actually take 21 days to form a new habit? You've all heard that, right? It's not just me, where somebody will say, well, if you do that thing for 21 days, then you'll have a new habit. It'll be automatic at that point. Well, I dug into this a little more because I was curious about it, and I've got bad news. (laughs) Most of the recent science tells us it actually takes anywhere between 18 and 254 days to create a new habit. That's helpful, right? I love that. I love when you're reading like news articles or scientific studies where they're like, the range in which this thing might happen is absurd. That is not a helpful number, 18 to 254 days. So I dug a little further. And from what I have read, we should realistically expect that it's going to take us somewhere between two and eight months to form a new habit. Obviously, that's dependent on a lot of things. We talked about ways you form habits having triggers repeating things frequently, making the habit feedback loop feel good. So if you have a habit that's easy to do those things for, it's probably going to take you less time to make it a habit. If you have an activity that's a little more challenging or complicated or that you can't be as consistent with in the beginning, then it might take a little bit longer. So, you know, just keep that in mind. So we've talked about routines and we've talked about habits. We've talked about what makes them similar and different. Where do rituals fit into all of this? Let's start with what we've sort of made clear, but I'll just keep hammering home. Habits are not rituals. Rituals are not habits. They can't be because habits don't require your conscious attention, right? That's the whole point. They're subconscious. They're unconscious. Rituals, by comparison, by definition, need you to be paying extra special attention to them. Religious or solemn, I mean, I believe were the two words that uh, were in that definition. This can be as simple as avoiding multitasking during a series of events or a routine, right? That can make it a ritual, simply focusing on the one thing. It could be as complicated as making a spiritual or religious act out of your series of events or routines. So let's talk about it with that same morning example that we've been using all episode. If your morning routine includes making tea, you could turn that routine from a habit into a ritual by adding in something special. So maybe you're lighting a candle or you're listening to music that's specific to that time of your day. Maybe you're incorporating a mantra or an intention or a gratitude statement as you're making your tea. Maybe you're using a special tea kettle or a special tea infuser. So any of those things, right? The fact that you're taking this thing that can be subconscious that you do, that you just automatically do, and you're pausing it and you're pulling it out of that realm and you're turning it into something that you are paying special attention to, that transforms it from being just a habit or just a routine into being a ritual. Why would we want to do this? I mean, like some rituals sound cool, right? All the The witchy things that you think about. Uh, But that's not really what we're talking about. We're not talking about Ouija boards and pentagrams. We're talking about things that we do in our everyday life. Why would you want a habit or a routine to be transitioned into a ritual? Well, first of all, let's state maybe again another obvious fact you don't necessarily need to have it be a ritual all of the time. Maybe it's more beneficial five days of the week when you got a lot of stuff going on for it to be a habit. So it's just something that happens really quickly. But occasionally when you've got the extra time, you may want it to be a little more special. You may want to slow down with it, incorporate something important. That's when you would make it a ritual. Your habits and routines can be made more impactful when they're brought into ritual status. Some rituals for happiness and joy include practicing yoga, Making a beverage, right? Hot tea, lemon water, green smoothie, anything you have to stop and slow down and pay attention to. Reading, taking a bath, journaling, having a skincare routine can be a ritual for a lot of people. Taking the time to take care of their physical bodies, to make their physical bodies feel good, to use specific Ointments and creams and serums in a specific order, right, that can very easily go from being a habit where you wash your face every night before you go to bed into being a really special ritual and even making your bed. There's a whole lot of talk about bed making and maybe we'll talk about that more in a different episode. But, you know, you could have a a ritual around making your bed, the way you fold your sheets, the pillows that you put on, that makes you feel a certain way about that otherwise innocuous habit. At the end of the day, whether you're talking about routines or habits or rituals, incorporating and creating these things increases our presence in our actions throughout the day. Once we slow down and acknowledge all of the things we do throughout our day... And we choose where we want to create intentional moments, intentional actions, intentional series of actions. We choose which ones need to happen on their own with as little interference of our conscious mind as possible. And we choose which ones we want to pull out and slow down and pay a lot of attention to and turn into more of a ritual. Once we do that, then we're really becoming more grounded and present in our physical bodies and in our actual experience of living day to day it allows us to acknowledge our current emotions and feelings in the moment it helps gives us gives us tools it helps give us tools for managing those right if we can slow down and we can intentionally move through something Maybe it's let's take morning rituals as an example. Maybe it's journaling. If that's become part of your morning habit and you're journaling out of habit and as you're journaling, maybe you're catching that like something emotionally is happening today. And so you pull that moment into a ritual and you decide you're going to slow down and you're going to make yourself a second cup of tea and you're going to light a candle and you're going to sit and think and write. And explore what is coming up for you. Now you've created a ritual moment out of a habit and you're allowing yourself to pause. You're allowing yourself to question and to wonder and to feel and to be grounded in what you're feeling. And like we've talked about before on this podcast, that's how you find joy. Joy comes from that deeper place of feeling grounded and feeling secure and feeling safe we have to experience things. We have to experience emotions and feelings. We can't numb them. We can't push them away. routine or a ritual can help calm us down. It can help us transition into a more productive nervous system state. If you want to recall back to our discussions about the vagus nerve and the parasympathetic nervous system, all of these things, right? This pausing, this feeling, this thinking, this being present, feeling gratitude, feeling grounded, slowing down, all of this can improve a sensation or an experience of joy in our lives. So routines, rituals, and habits. They're cousins. They're not siblings. They all bring something different into your day and into your life, and everything they bring can be important. So I encourage you to at least start with noticing. Where are you doing things in your day out of habit? that you don't even realize that you're doing them? And are those habits serving your joy journey? And if they're not, maybe pull them out of habit status. And if it's a single action, think about ways you could change or adjust or shift that single action. And if it's a series of actions, turn it into a routine instead of a habit. Where can you implement something new? Can you rearrange an order? Can you add or remove some element of that routine? And then maybe once you've developed something that you feel like is more beneficial to you. You want it to become ritual and special and important, and you're going to create some deeper emotional connection to it. Or maybe you want it to go back into habit status, and you're just going to do it over and over and over and over and over again until it is. But take the time to notice what you're doing in your day. Notice how it's making you feel and decide where can you adjust your rituals, routines, and habits.